Welcome into the Barrett Inn. I am Matt Workman. I'm joined as always by Mr. Joe Goodman. Joe, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty solid, Matt. How are you? Doing pretty well. Pretty well. Can't complain. You have do you have any any big plans for this week? Um, not as big as yours, but I think it's just gonna be a laid back week, weekend. Are you going to have the ability to watch uh like March Madness basketball? Um during yes. the day. So next so when it starts when like the next Thursday? Well, no, I mean I like guess, March Madness starts now, man. Oh, like all the conference, like the conference tournaments. Okay. Yeah. Uh I, I am, yes. Starting tomorrow. I will have time during the day. I have been so busy that and it makes me like a horrible sports fan. I think how could I possibly have a podcast? I haven't watched a second of any of like the mid-major tournaments that have been going on. Not a second. I've been that busy. So really, the only one I was I wasn't watching, but I was keeping up with was the Sun Belt Championship because um, I have an affinity for. I, on this podcast, we use their formal name. Okay, so we're gonna oh. So formally, it's Louisiana. No, 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 no. The conference we use the formal oh, the, name, the Fun Belt. Thank you. Okay, so, so I I go for the the Cajuns. I like to root for the Cajuns. I lived in Lafayette for eight years, so, um, so I'm stupid. I'm super stoked that they got a auto bid by winning their conference. Other than that, I really haven't paid attention to it because, yeah, I used to be. My kids are on spring break. It's there's a lot of stuff going on there today. Oh, your spring break this week, huh? Yes. See, it's it's next week for us. So yeah, so uh so we've been busy just doing stuff. Yeah, I going I to hear. the Dr. Pepper Museum and uh the zoo and things like that. The Dr. Pepper Museum and the zoo, I feel like are pretty solid experiences for your daughter's age. Really, you just go through the Dr. Pepper Museum and then get to the to, to get like to the soda the treat shop. at the yeah, end. Yeah. Just the, <laughs> you kind of have to muddle through the experience of the museum which is great please go if you're like six or seven years old i feel like it's a great place because they have like those like kids science hours or whatever that are there yeah so i have a my kids my kids are older so they like it because it's cool stuff you know and there's you know know, they see at some point you're just like cool old bottles yeah, but then they're like, "Why does it say Snapple?" I was like, "Well, well it's it's all the same company." Or like, Snapple owns Doctor Pe- Doctor Pepper owns Snapple, and why is there Seven Up? So I had a lot of those questions. Like, <laughs> have they? Have you never taken all, them before? They were very young. Ah, uh, like two okay. or like. I mean, we most mainly is like they wouldn't recall ever going. Did you buy any of the uh, copious amounts of Doctor Pepper clothing that are for sale there? I didn't get any clothing. I, we got. Everyone got like um, they have these like souvenir cups. They're like the restaurant cups, you know, like the plastic cups that say like Dr Pepper or Dr Pepper Museum. We got those. Got it. All right, and All right. fair enough. There's a lot of merch. You go in to get it's different than the last time I went. So now there is like like you're you're talking about like all yeah, the like, Kelly Kelly and I went Dr like Pepper two stuff. years ago. 
I think. And it was, or you no, know, it was pre COVID. It, it must have been four years ago then. Wow. Yeah. Was like I wasn't prepared for it. So I was like, we'll come back and just go to like skip the museum and just go like to the gift shop and the soda shop. <laughs> yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah. The soda shop's cool. And let's the skip cool. the, let's just go to this stuff and then we can just leave. I took uh, Teddy to his first rodeo this weekend. Oh, yeah. It's um, Houston Rodeo Week. Is that right? Yeah, man. It is. It's my life. So that's that's part of why I'm so busy. I'm on a, I'm on a rodeo committee. So like I have I've been to the rodeo and the cook off like four times already. So so you get, but I'm, I'm presuming you get like there's perks, right? Yeah. So I I, I get uh, I I work a certain amount throughout the rodeo for my committee. Um, so I uh, you know I basically give them free volunteer hours in exchange for having a committee badge, which gets me on the grounds and into the stadium um anytime during uh during the rodeo and i can bring i can bring a guest as well so like i basically it's like a season ticket uh for me and somebody else uh for the whole rodeo um and in exchange for that instead of paying for it i have uh, uh i work so and i'm about halfway done with my shifts so i'll have a couple more at the very end of uh, next week and next weekend so good deal and you're also you're about to leave on a trip right I am. I. I. We are recording on a Tuesday because I board a flight tomorrow and am flying across the Atlantic Ocean to London, England. Yes. So this is why your listeners are getting an early dose of the podcast. Early dose. I will because be Joe is going out of the country in London Saturday for my birthday. I'm going. Um, I'm going to see uh, Tottenham play Nottingham Forest at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So Tottenham, they're like fourth in standings. Yeah, they're yeah, they're right currently fourth in the table. Okay. I mean, okay. they're they're not playing well right now, though. So okay. And who are they're playing? Who? What match are you seeing? Tottenham and who? Nottingham Forest. Nottingham Forest. Okay. So a uh, most likely to be relegated club, but you know okay. they they got up to the EPL for a year. They'll probably be relegated at the end of the year. Which means knowing Tottenham, because we beat good teams and lose to bad teams, um, we will <laughs> we'll probably lose. Like, God, I hope I hope I don't fly all the way over there to go to a game on my birthday and and we lose it to just a garbage team. But we'll see. Uh, I have great seats, um, really really awesome seats. Actually, uh, the only downside about our trip is it is going to be raining every single day while we're there, and it's cold, um, and it'll be snowing uh, like tomorrow before we before we land so well i mean uh, you did plan a trip to england in march, in march. yeah so. yeah it's t- it's still winter there basically so yeah so it's kind of your it's all on teacher we build we build our vacations around when she has time off so our since our spring it. break is next week she only had to take two days off i understand i completely get it so for non EPO fans out there who are listening, what is equitable college football for like Tottenham versus versus Nottingham? Oh, okay. So How this would, would be? be like it's like Tottenham would be a solid power five team. Um, they're definitely not like a Georgia or an Alabama or an Ohio State. So it's like Oregon. Yeah, that's fair. Or, like big name. Like there's still a Oklahoma. massive name. 
um, with a lot of money based in a big city with big backing and a, and a pretty pretty worldwide fan base, not to the level of some other clubs. But yeah, I think Oregon's a solid comp. And then we would say, uh, and has and they don't win a bunch of championships. Like Oregon's not about to go out there. Oregon's never won a national championship. I don't think they're good. Tottenham, solid team, just not. Yeah, and Tottenham yeah. hasn't won a trophy since two thousand eight, unfortunately. And there's a lot of trophies you could win. So, um, yeah, yeah, I'll take I'll take an Oregon comp, and then Nottingham would be like, uh, I don't know, Nottingham would be like Northern Illinois, like a D one team. You know, but definitely in the well, is Northern Illinois D1? I don't think they are. I don't know. A group of five team. Just pick a random group of five team. That's what this is. Okay. A, a game in college football that would likely end like 42 to 17. Okay. So like not like, like not a great group of five. Not, we're not talking like BYU. No, it's, not, it's not Boise. It's like not UCF for Houston. Well, maybe it is. You said they got they got promoted last last yeah, from, year from the the second tier so it would be like let's say like ucf you know they're uh were a group of five team technically still a group of five team till july but whatever um and they're getting promoted so <laughs> to yeah, nottingham is about to be relegated again though so that's the thing um well you never know after after next season we may want to relegate uh ucf it's fair i already kind of do so um yeah yeah but no, it's a it's a not Tottenham, is, Tottenham is what you would call a big six club, which is like the the like the big six power players in the Premier okay. League, and then Nottingham Forest is kind of like they're pretty like when it comes to the grand scale of English football, they're big like because there's a lot of small teams, but um, they're like at the bottom of that first tier. So, all right, well, at least the weather would be nice. <laughs> we got a lot of cool plans man we're gonna do yeah. a lot of touristy stuff um and you know i'm i'm super excited well while you're away there is a couple of things going on in the world of college basketball um we have both the men's and women's big 12 championship regular season wrapped up last weekend and so now we're we've got all the seating brackets are made and we're jumping right into the uh, postseason for the uh, the postseason Big 12 tournament. And Baylor didn't really end the season great or good. And they are the four seed going into the tournament. So I guess they get the first round bye. Um, yeah, but I mean. <laughs> but I mean, so did their opponents. Get a first, first round bye. Yeah. So, yeah. So we're, we do, we're not playing. Tomorrow we are we have a, a game, and technically Thursday. Baylor finished tied for third place. Kansas State got the three seed by the sake of a tiebreaker. Yes, and Texas ended up being the two seed, but didn't win the conference. And so they'll let's just go through the seed. So tomorrow we have number eight West Virginia taking on number nine Texas Tech. And number seven, Oklahoma State taking on number 10, Oklahoma. Um, I'm really, I think Texas Tech is going to be able to take West Virginia. And I'm basing that on nothing other than a few games I saw them play down the stretch. Okay. West Virginia is kind of hot right now. And Tech just suspended their coach. 
Oh, yeah. I was going to bring that up in our uh, <laughs> Big 12 news section. Yeah. Um, so my take on that is I forgot about that. So you're absolutely right. Um, however, I really think this is just a reason for Texas Tech to fire him for calls. I don't know what he said exactly. You know, there's been like a, I guess they sent out a press release, which it's not great. Doesn't look good. Um, but it kind of feels like it was like a gift fell in the lap of like Kirby Hokut. Yeah, like I get that theory. I don't agree. I think it's just stupid. Like I, I feel like I've seen all the arguments out there of like, you know, basically what would he allegedly said was he he quoted a Bible verse that said something about slaves and masters to an African-American yeah, player. Yeah. And we don't know the context. And I'm saying this like I don't think there's, there's any context a way... where it matters. Even if you didn't mean it in that way, you said it. Well, and no. it's stupid. Like here, my point was like you cannot ever a person in that position and make that mistake. No. And especially if you're if if the context is the basketball player in this scenario is the slave we're talking about, and the coaching staff are the masters of this. That's Just him, maybe. That's. And there's also another cool. alleged another thing that's that's come out in in the wash with this is that he he apparently also spit on a player at some point. Yeah, and that was like earlier this year when this yeah. when this allegedly happened. And. And this is not the first time that he's had issues this season. I mean, there's been uh, there's been rumors about him and like his dealings with the players. And uh, let's be honest here, like we've talked, we've heard about like nepotism within the program when it comes to his son and um, how he how he's treated some of his assistant coaches and how they feel about him. And there's just been lots of rumor Mm. and kind of smoke around Mark Adams this year. Um, I think a lot of it, it got, uh, I think a lot of it got, uh, I can't even think of the right word. It got a little bit bigger because they were bad. Like, I think, I yeah. think a lot of this stuff probably would have gotten swept under the rug if Texas tech was good, but they weren't. So you, people go looking for the excuse. Um, but I think it's pretty clear that at best Adams has had a tumultuous year at worst he has proved that he is not prepared to be the person that can be a leader of a major basketball program like Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh, I've seen people already out there saying, I'm not going to talk about the other guy, the former coach, but there are the people who are credible have floated like Grant McCasland, if he does end up losing his job at Texas Tech, um, Mark Adams, that is, that he would be the, you know, Hands down, like it's it's a no brainer. You go, you go get Grant McCaslin from North Texas. Yeah, um, would you wish be another former Baylor assistant in the Big Twelve coming from? There's also like the natural one that people have talked about, which is like that everybody would of course gravitate to of Chris Beard. That's ridiculous. It would never happen. I know. Not in a million years. Not with the way that that base, not with what he did, the way the base reacted to it, and then what happened to him afterward. Like, yeah, like, it wouldn't for no how way he left, that getting for back how together he left, would ever work. I would ever. forget about what happened this year. If that had never happened, I don't think you could. They wouldn't just before how he left and how the base reacted. Yeah, he can't. He, that cannot be. 
cannot be a cannot be a marriage that has is is saved yeah. in any way because you don't know what the relationship was between him and Hokut and how he left. I mean, but Hokut is like a he's he he doesn't have a great track record of hiring coaches either. So yeah, like, this is the multiple coaches have had like. He's really good at hiring or... people that get that get tech fa- or you know what it, it may be is that tech fans are just really good at getting hyped up about guys. And and because I I it always feels like wow Kirby made a great hire the moment it happens because everybody's so excited. But then it's like, oh, they're mistreating players. <laughs> you know, yeah. oh, this turned out to no, be a I don't think hire. I don't think Joey Maguire, like I don't think no. that's gonna end up being a uh he's not getting no. Now he may get fired, but it won't be for mistreating players. Yeah. It'll be for like on the field type stuff. If they don't, you know. Win enough. I mean, they fired the last guy, forgot his name, football. Um, who he was like five and three when they fired him. So it's like you don't win enough. Eventually, it's going to come in that fan base. It'll come come for you. And that's been West Virginia and uh, Texas Tech preview. Yeah. So I'm picking West Virginia to win that game. <laughs> All that to say, I think West Virginia wins that game. Um. Next, in in the in the only other kind of quote unquote first round, this is kind of more the play in round here, um, is Oklahoma State versus Oklahoma, a rematch of Bedlam. Yeah, I I, I got to take the Cowboys. Yeah, um, just basically like what they what they want to do. Oklahoma is not really. I don't think they can really defend what Oklahoma State wants to do offensively. You know, okay. they want to bang the boards and get inside and, and you know, and bang inside. And I don't know if that's Oklahoma's game. So. I just think Oklahoma State's a better basketball team. And I think yeah. I think they've been playing. I, I feel like everybody hit ruts in in this conference this year at some point. And Oklahoma State, I feel like, has started to right the ship a little bit. Might be a little bit dangerous here. Oklahoma kind of. They whenever they come out of a rut, it wouldn't be for long. Like they'd have a really good win. Yeah, that and, Oklahoma was just yeah a one and win then, and then and then, and then be back in a rut. You know, back in some a losing streak. They yeah. have one good win and then back in a losing streak. So it's not like the rest of them, which would go like on multiple games winning. Then they lose a few in a row, then go back up to like we're going to win like four four in a row. And you know, and, then, and like you said, like pretty much all the teams, and especially the teams at the top, everyone had like a multiple game losing streak. Yeah, everybody did. So um, it's a tough conference to play in, man. Uh, and you get worn out. Um, let's work our way from the late games to the early on the next round. So, okay. So I, are you sticking with your Texas Tech win or are you going West Virginia? I'm sorry. Repeat your question. Are you, are you sticking with your Texas Tech prediction or are you going with West Virginia? I'm going to stick with Texas Tech. All right. Okay. So uh, just so I know when we talk I'm, about it. I'm uh, with Oklahoma State. Yeah. Gotcha. Because I want to see who your champion ends up being. So we got Kansas State TCU. Okay. Um, is the late game on Thursday. Um, that's the three versus the six. Who you got winning that one? Uh, TCU. Yeah. Same. I, I got I got TCU winning that one in the upset. 
I think TCU probably would have ended up better this year if Mike Miles hadn't been hurt for as long as he was. So, all right. So we both have TCU moving into the semis. Um, so we both had Oklahoma State beating Oklahoma. So that means that's Texas versus Oklahoma State in the second round. They play at 6 p.m. on Thursday. Um, te- which so we got that's two purple teams first. And now we got two orange teams. Who wins the Battle of the Orange? Battle of the Orange. I'm Texas. Yep, I agree. Texas. No, uh, no doubting, no doubting from me there. So then you would have Kansas Tech. Who's winning the Kansas Tech game at four o'clock or two o'clock on Thursday? Kansas. Kansas. All right. Fair enough. I, 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 I have Kansas, West Virginia. I am also going to pick Kansas. So now our brackets are even. The one place we deviated, we have now gotten back on the same road. And then finally, the early game Thursday, 1130 on um, ESPN or ESPN2. I can't tell. This is the the, the image that's on the Big 12's website sucks. I can just see the yeah. team names. I can barely see these. Um, but Baylor plays Iowa State, 11, 1130. Um on it's Thursday, ESPN two. Okay, zoom in. Let me zoom back out. I will be. I will not be able to watch this game because I will be um, watching the play Wicked in London. Um, so, uh, and it'll be like, it, what it, time it, will it be there? Eleven thirty a.m. Central Time here. Where you on Thursday? It will be. Actually, I may get to watch like the first half of this game, so it should be five thirty. It'll be five thirty while I'm there. Okay. They're six hours ahead. I only know that because half the people I work with are in London. So um so I, I have to know that. Uh but yeah, they are they are six hours ahead right now. But then we hit daylight savings time. So we spring forward this weekend. On Sunday. Yeah. So a reminder, folks out there, we do spring forward this weekend. Um, we're gonna spring forward. Uh they do not do that in England for another two weeks. So the amount the time difference will change which also throws off a lot of my meetings at work so anyway um who who do you have i assume you will be able to watch who who do you have winning baylor iowa state i actually have baylor okay baylor's lost them twice this year yeah um i think i always think that it's hard to beat a team like three times in a in a season or in a year but I think there's also some – you may have players back for Baylor that didn't necessarily play or play a lot of minutes the first, the second time they played. And then the the first one, that was the first game when they were in the middle of their rut to begin the seat, to begin the conference play. Yeah. So I think I'm going with Baylor just because I think, again, you just played them. There's going to be familiarity there. Also with Iowa State, though. But um, I, like I said, I think some players are going to play that didn't play the last time. I think time the team's ever. gotten gotten some extra rest because they didn't have to play a early week game. They were playing a lot of yeah. Monday games. Um, I think they've gotten a good amount of rest. Um, and like you said, we just played them. Um, I think we shoot a little bit better this time. And so I'm taking Baylor to win this and head to the semis to face off against Kansas as well. Yeah. So we, we both got Baylor beating Iowa State. So now we have... Um, a Kansas Baylor and a TCU Texas semifinal. Um, let's start with TCU Texas. Who's winning that and going to the final for you? I'm gonna go with TCU. 
I am too, man. I think it's going to be like Mike Miles heroics. And I hate yeah. saying that. I hate yeah. it. But I, I, I think TCU beats Texas makes the makes the uh, Big 12 championship game. Yeah, I just I, it's Texas is good for like a dumb loss. And it, this isn't wouldn't necessarily be a considered a dumb loss. I mean, I would say that only because they're the two seed in the tournament. But like you said, TCU, they got their guys back. And it's, I think it'll be like the 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 mile show. Absolutely. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very close game. It'll come down to something in the last minute where like Miles is able to put them up by like four with yeah. a, some kind of clutch shot that he has um, and to kind of close them out. I think I think that's what we're going to see is some kind of dagger from Miles in this game. Um, all right, so we both have TCU going to the championship. That brings us to the Baylor-Kansas rubber match. Baylor winning in Waco, Kansas winning in Lawrence. Um, this will be kind of a home game for Kansas, though, considering it's in Kansas City. That place will be blue and crazy for them. So raucous environment, but it's not the fog. Um, no. The ghosts don't live there. Um, it will Kansas be won a this very pro-Kansas crowd. Yes. So can't, do you think Baylor pulls off the upset or does can, Kansas continue their dominance? I'm going to go with Kansas, I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I want to go, I want to say Baylor, but Baylor's just, if for whatever reason, even their best years, they normally, they, they don't get to like the final of the Big 12 championship, or if they do, they don't win it. So, oh yeah, I mean, we've lost it multiple times. I've seen and, it in person as well. So, you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kansas makes it to the final. I agree. So we have a Kansas TCU final. Um, who wins the Big Twelve tournament gets that automatic qualifying spot in the tournament map? For some reason, I want to say TCU because I always think the Big Twelve tournament's weird, and like someone can win it. That's not necessarily the top team. Okay. But Kansas has just been like really good down the stretch. Except, I mean, their last game, they're kind of arresting everybody. They'd already won the championship, so it really didn't matter. But no, I'm going to go Kansas. I think Kansas wins the tournament. All right. I am going to agree with you. Yeah, I I firmly think Kansas wins the uh the Big 12 tournament. I think there you have I it, think, folks. We're going out on limb saying the number one seed is going to win the, the tournament. Yeah. <laughs> hey, but they're beating the sixth seed. True. We we did kind of the, the bottom half of the bracket. We kind of were all over the place with upsets. So, and just so you're aware, since 2006, Kansas has won the tournament one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine times since 2006. Um, Missouri won it twice. Iowa State. I saw one of those. Uh, yeah, I was there for that one. Um, <laughs> I was there for all games in that tournament, actually. That's when I turned 21. Um, but uh, Iowa State won one, two, three, four of them, um, actually, since 2015. Iowa State won 2014, 2015, 2017, and 2019. Here's what I'm talking about. All right. And I, they're probably not the one seed in any of those tournaments. No, they've never won a they have never won a regular season Big Twelve championship. They so, were the they were the two seed, um, the and the four seed a couple of times. They were the five seed in twenty nineteen, and they beat Kansas. So yeah, so I mean, history's on. 
in our picks, TCU side. Who knows if TCU will get there? That's what we're predicting or picking. I wouldn't really call it a prediction. But um, yeah, Baylor but has made know. the final three times. All right. They were the nine seed the first time and the 17, the, the seven seed the third time. So Baylor, yeah. Baylor makes their like crazy runs when they're not great. They were a four seed in 2012 um, when they lost to Missouri the second time. 2009, they were the nine seed, lost to Missouri. Um, God, that was such a fun run. We beat Kansas and Texas on our way to there. That's because we weren't good. <laughs> um, oh, that 2009 one, man. We we I mean, we, we beat. I I was. We beat Nebraska, then we beat Texas, then we or no, we beat Nebraska, then Kansas, then Texas. It was so cool. So it wouldn't really hurt my feelings if like Baylor lost again to Iowa State. You know, I don't think it hurts Baylor seating wise in the. Yeah, I mean, maybe tournament. it drops us to a three, but like, like the difference between a two and a three, I feel is negligible. Well, yeah, and like the loss against Iowa State in the regular season, in the season, dropped us from a two to like the last two. I mean, we stayed a two seed. We're just we're the last two seed. Yeah, if they go out there and beat and and win this first game, I think they're solidly a two, even if they lose to Kansas in the in the, uh, in the semifinals. I mean, so. they make it to the final, then who you know. Oh, I mean, if they make it to the final, win, win the whole Texas, thing. I mean, Baylor could yeah. also win the whole thing. Yeah, they could. I if mean, they shoot. It's all about their shooting. Yeah, if they get on like that one of those runs, like we saw during the season, where they're just shooting lights out multiple games in a row, and the games are in such close success, you know, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's not like days in between. But I mean, so it could go the opposite way. They could totally lose and just, you know, watch the rest of the tournament and wait for Sunday. Or they could go get really hot and win the whole thing. Yeah. Both of those are equally plausible. Now, speaking of Iowa State, there's another Baylor team that's also playing Iowa State in the quarterfinals of the Big 12 tournament. And that's the women's team. Um, the difference here is that they are in the 3 6 game and we are the six seed um, mm-hmm. in the women's bracket. Um, do you think Baylor do you think Baylor beats Iowa State to move to the semis on the women's side? Uh I actually do. Okay, so you think they're gonna beat the three? Texas won the conference, or I think they tied with Oklahoma. Um, but Texas and Oklahoma are the one and two seeds, so they don't even have to play in the quarterfinals. They automatically go or no, they they play one of the play in, that's correct. Um, yeah. but but Iowa, yes, yeah, so you've got Iowa State and Baylor, so you got Baylor winning that. I actually don't because I think Iowa State wins the women's bracket. I think they win the women's tournament. Okay. I think I think when it gets into these tournament style settings, I think you have an advantage when you have a, like a killer on your team and Ashley Jones is a beast. So I, I'm I'm picking Iowa State to win the whole thing. Um so you have you have Baylor beating them. I, I presume then then you would have Oklahoma, the two seed, beating Kansas or TCU, um, who yeah. they would they would get the opportunity to play. Do you would you do you think Baylor pulls off an upset? They have beaten Oklahoma this year. Um, yeah, uh, this is where I would say no. They Oklahoma would beat Baylor. Okay, I think this: if Baylor beats Iowa State on Friday, uh, so the women's game, by the way, um, Friday not Thursday when the men are playing. Um, but I think if Baylor beats Iowa state, they're making it to the finals because I think, I think if they play Oklahoma, they beat them. So um, if they get through that first round game, 
I firmly believe they're going to end up facing off against Texas in the championship. And man, See, I think Texas could, loses before they the championship. Could, like, it honestly wouldn't surprise me if Baylor, like, I think the winner of Iowa State Baylor wins the women's tournament. That's that's my bold prediction. That's, whoever that's wins between the three six game, Iowa yeah. State and Baylor, that's who's getting that automatic. I could totally see, and it's kind of the same, you know, in my head. It it's the same scenario as like if Baylor Baylor women just because of the way they play, they could go on a run too and win like three games in a row. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's just three games in a row. You, I they've mean, beaten like they've beaten they've beaten Iowa State. They've beaten Texas and they've beaten Oklahoma. Beaten Oklahoma and they've beaten Texas. They beat the top three yeah. seeds this year. So and they just beat Texas. They just did. Yeah, it. that happened like two weeks ago. So, um. That's my bold prediction. Now, yeah. I am picking against them. I think Iowa State wins the game. But if Baylor wins that, they are winning the Big 12. You know, you actually, I think Baylor, I think Baylor win, wins it. All right. You're taking them. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. I love it. Made out of one here first on the Bear Den, the, the Baylor women. Baylor women. They're, lock it up. <laughs> don't, don't they're bringing that. a trophy home. Yep. That's what I got. Um, as right. far as the other games, like, like I think Texas actually loses. I don't think they make it to the final. I do. I think they make it to the final. You think they make the final? Yeah. I think they get they get got with somebody. They like in the got. semifinals. In the semifinals, I think they lose. But heard it here first. Baylor women, Big Twelve basketball tournament champions. All right, Joe. That's the uh, basketball portion of our our podcast. So there has we kind of touched on the Texas Tech news um, about Mark Adams and everything going on there. Anything else happened in Big Twelve that uh, caught your attention? I mean, there's been lots of food talk. We talked about that last week. That's we still been going that. on. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, realignment stuff has gotten a little hotter. Like there seems to be a little bit more. That was smoke. like the day after we like didn't talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still it not like, like into all these super talking dropped. about it just because. Like I like making jokes about it on Twitter. That's fun. But there's just I, mean, I like it if there's like news. Like there's no news. Well, there's, just Friday a... they had a couple of news. Like hey, we confirmed like. Arizona has, you know, like it's like confirmed things that we thought but didn't know for certain. It's more like rumors. Like we confirmed, like, oh yeah, like Arizona is meeting with the Big Twelve. Like, that's yeah, that's like, happening. There have been, like there have been legitimate conversations. We do know that for some reason, um, Colorado is meeting tomorrow. Um, their board of regents. So um, you know, and we know it has to do with something about uh, legality and something to do with athletics. That's what they. That's and what they announced. Arizona, like, I'm. On, I don't want to call them bloggers, but p- people who cover the team, they may not write for, you know, you know, twenty four seven guys or the locked on. I listen to the locked on Big Twelve podcast. They have the Arizona locked on Arizona guy on, and they seem to think like the money number for the Pac twelve is like substantially lower than Big Twelve, not just like right at it. And like they got they're reported pretty, by um, an insider at 247. He's a UCLA writer. 
Um, but he reported that the same thing was that the numbers came in and it was going to be um, a mix of Apple and ESPN picking up games with yeah. one prime game a week for Amazon. But the amount of money per school was substantially lower than anybody expected. Yeah. There's been a lot of rumors about, let's say. But we don't know if any of it's um, true. No, we don't know we if it's true. And there's been things of like they want to do like unequal revenue share with the two of the, I guess, I guess there's no secret. It's like Washington and Oregon. And then there's schools who are adamantly opposed to that. And I think those are the schools you're, you're hearing the most about is like Arizona, Arizona state, maybe even Colorado having like being opposed to like an unequal revenue share with those two schools in North. Yeah. They already left that once. Yeah. So who knows? Now, if the numbers aren't, I mean, the numbers are what they're going to be. I don't think there's no reason for them to go up because whoever is trying to get Pac-12 games, media deal, they're not competing with anyone. So they have no reason to up their their bid. The only way it would be is like if a streamer, and that's I'm talking about linear cable provider or cable um, channels. But, I mean, maybe a streamer would pay a lot of money just to get content. But then again, if you read the news or in in these kind of like media circles or media news, all these streamers, they're losing like billions of dollars because they're losing subscribers and they're paying a lot for content. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, I mean, why you I don't know why they Disney would coming out and saying they're they're going to be selective. Yeah. Like it's expensive. I don't know why Apple would. Apple seems to be more like now. Maybe they want to get into sports. They've kind of dipped their toe in the baseball. Apple needs and MLS. Help. They've they've gone all in with MLS, but the MLS has been like they have a deal. Like it didn't being like simulcast on Fox, like on some MLS games. So it's I don't think there's no one who's going to do that kind of deal with Apple where it's going to be full streaming on Apple Plus, but we're going to like have a side deal with like Fox. Yeah. Because no, Fox it's, is it's, out. Fox is out. You know, ESPN yeah. may do that, but they're not going to want the they're going to want the best games on that in that fourth window. Yeah, I don't expect for anybody to hear anything this week, though. I would also no. be uh, like, I don't. I I kind of expect to hear something after the NCAA tournament. Yeah, because like the Pac-12 tournament's yeah. going on this week. I don't think you're going to like that's what those schools are going to be focused on. I don't on. think any especially the schools we're talking about like Arizona. I'll just say Arizona. They're not going to do anything to undercut the NCAA tournament cuz Arizona is very good at I mean they're a basketball school. Yeah. This is kind of their time. So, they're not going to do anything. There're going to be any announcements or anything coming out, any leaks about possible moves or whatever. Even in positively either. I don't think you're going to get any good news for the Pac-12 if there is any during that time frame either. Just because they're not going to want to undercut. And this is kind of what Jason Shear, who writes for the the 24-7 Arizona site, he was like, they're not going to they're not going to up in the NCAA tournament or the Pac-12 tournament. Yeah, they're not. It's just and you know they there's there's too many logistical things that are going on in these athletic departments that are around these events anyway. Like you know, and I understand that it's the school presidents that make these decisions. Uh, it's board of regents and school presidents at the end of the day that do this, but they're going to need and want input from their athletic directors. 
Um, yeah. They're, they're not going to leave them out of this. And those guys are, are kind of focused on things right now. There's budgetary concerns too, because of the rebounding from COVID. Like a lot of these universities lost a bunch of money. And so they're trying to rebound from 2020 and this, you know, and on top of these schools, they owe like 50 million to Comcast. Yeah. For, a, for an accounting error, I guess. Um, so, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. There's, uh, I, I do think that though we will hear something by the summer. Yeah. If we get to this summer, and nobody has jumped ship. I, I think that they may stick together. Oh, I think it's. I think we'll know, like you said. I think by like April. Yeah, I think I think we'll know something. Because there's no media deal. Because they were the first ones to. They, they still have a open year, market. technically. Like. Yeah, but you just it, don't. Want everyone to play has that the game. deal. Like SEC had their new deal. Two years in advance. With, yeah, look at us. Yeah, yeah, we jumped ahead. You know, ours really like the same thing. We have till twenty twenty five for our our first deal. We jumped ahead and extended our our deal with our current media partners instead of going to open market. And that's what a lot of people said. You know, Big Twelve probably could have gone to open market like Pac twelve done and got more money than they ended up signing for. But we're going to be, or the, I shouldn't say we, but the Big Twelve is going to be on these linear cable networks and not you know get all this visibility yeah and they're really just trying to get to their next deal which is the 3031 i think is 20 or not 3031 that'd be some deal 2031 the 1000 year deal no the um 2031 because they're like the second one to go to have to re-up after this current deal expires of the big of the big conferences i'm just imagining it a 1000 year deal Think about the numbers on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me see. Now we did, like we said, we did talk about like uh, as far as the Big Twelve tournament goes, the food part of it, but there was also like a entertainment component to that. Did you happen to see those um, that information as far as like who's performing when? I saw going? I saw that Fat Joe is performing. Yes. And they're gonna have um, um, a little DJ you may have heard of, yeah, DJ Diesel. Yeah, DJ Diesel, or you may know him better as Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal. So, did you? Speaking of entertainment, though, I, I your mark has done so many good things, but did you see? Did you see the Big Twelve anthem? Um, I listened to like probably thirty seconds of it. Yeah, and then my ears bled. I mean, it's not. It's bad. It's, not it's bad, bad. Bad. It's bad. It's not that bad. I mean, it's just I like a, a lame like hip hop. See, 12, here's the thing: is like basketball. It's just Big Twelve basketball. Here's the thing: like hooray for Ames or that M- that Mizzou rap song. You know, like those are so bad they get to like the funny thing where like the fans can like take the joke you know where it's just like oh uh-huh, yeah yeah that is that's it's really stupid you're right but then it it almost becomes endearing in a way this is just just bad like there's nothing redeeming about it whatsoever well i mean i'm looking at this 
the the press release for the Pac-12 tournament, right? And a very kind Twitter, Brian Fisher, who covers college football, did a side-by-side comparison. <clears throat> and we talked about Fat Joe be doing the performing the VFA only only set on March 10th following the conclusion of the slate of games. And you have Shaquille O'Neal. We talked about this. I want to look at it with you. Okay. This is a visual medium. <laughs> yes. This is a visual medium. Uh, I want you to see like the side by side. Okay. I can't wait. I'm waiting for this to come through. This All is right. the exciting part of the podcast. Yeah. This is, yeah, I know we got everyone's on. We still have an ad read and like no media to talk about. So, <laughs> yeah. And like, um, we have media. Right. Halftime entertainment. Oh. Okay. All right. You read the Big 12s. Read okay. the Big 12s. Now, like I said, Grammy nominated hip hop legend Fat Joe will be performing. I'm following the conclusion of the games. Um, NBA legend and media personality Shaquille O'Neal, under his alias DJ Diesel, will be doing a one hour DJ set in Kansas City Live. Um, but in the Power Light District and yada, yada. Um, and then, like I said, we have our, I guess it's like a, uh, deal with like ba- bathing ape with their partnership for like branding and logo and apparel and all that stuff with the big yeah so they have t-shirts um yeah. i th- they think they create uh like they create clothes for each of the schools their logos like on the court um pretty popular okay so like fat joe not a current artist but pretty widely known in in the the demographic that spends money like not popular among the youths, but if you're 35, you know who Fat Joe is. Um, yeah, if whenever you were a youth, you knew who Fat Joe was. Exactly. So I, I get, I get that. Plus, Shaquille O'Neal, everybody loves him. His DJ D- Diesel personality, like I think that's great. That's that's really cool. Having the bath- bathing eight partnership is there. Um, so let me tell you a little bit about the entertainment announcement for the Pac-12, and. Let's see if you're about to get your socks knocked off. Uh, the Pac-12 is going to ha- the tournament will feature an action-packed slate of halftime performances from across the Las Vegas entertainment scene, including the following acts and rec- uh, um, and recognitions. So this is all based on Vegas, which everybody knows local Vegas entertainment, right? Um, so they have America's Got Talent presents Superstars Live. So you can watch, uh, I guess, a 15-minute version of America's Got Talent during a halftime show. Um, shows from The Rio, which is a casino. Um, Absinthe's Tap Dancing Twins. Man, the uh, nothing, nothing anybody wants to see more than some tap dancing twins at halftime of a college basketball game. Um here we go. Spiegel World's OPM hand balancing act, The Force. A thrilling illustration of balance will be on display in a performance by The Force on Friday, March 10th. During the semifinal round of the tournament, the duo performs five nights a week in OPM, the Spiegel World show at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas. Still have no idea what that is. Um, then yet again, another round of America's Got Talent. Um, Saturday, March 11th, halftime of the championship game, Matt the biggest game in the tournament they have the dunk team which i guess is is like one of those like acrobatic 
you know, jumps, yeah, tr- ever, like the power team, team or whatever squad. that they used yeah. to have. I don't remember what they were called. Oh, and then they've yeah. got, uh, I don't know, like mascot madness. They're going to have a six on six tournament. Um, I've never heard of the people performing the national anthem. Uh, there's two of them and then it's just university bands. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, well, it's not like the Big 12 is putting Beyonce, Ed Sheeran, uh, and Taylor Swift Sir, out there. First um, of all, I will not take you not mentioning the Pac-12 after Dark Dance Party. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I did. I it's it's this thing is long. Let me scroll down. There we go. The Pac-12 after dance or after dark dance party. During the final game of each of the four game sessions, fans will be able to participate in a Pac-12 after dark dance party featuring music, DJ performances, glow sticks, and more. That's they, right. They threw, they threw the glow sticks in there. Yeah. So. Yeah. And the tweet from Brian Fisher is like, Pac-12 versus Big 12 off the court this week. And it was like, all right. All right. Oh, man. That is uh, definitely something. That is going on in the Big 12. Um, Baylor specifically, they made an announcement. Did you see their announcement that they um, released today? All right. So I think what it is, is it's a multimedia partnership. They signed like a 10-year agreement with, and I'm assuming this is, we're going to replace like uh, the replacing Learfield. Of Learfield. Yes. So they're probably getting some more money out of this. Uh, Learfield IMG probably. It's really just about growing their brand and yeah, multimedia. They're going to take over all the multimedia production, basically. Yeah. Which I so, believe Learfield IMG were was already doing. So. Yeah, which is I'm, I like the Learfield because I like the uh, the Varsity app, which a lot of times that's how I listen to the post game show when I wasn't local. And I know a lot of people, whenever they're traveling back to home after a game, they they'll put on the they'll stream it, put on the because once you get so far away from Waco, you're you're losing the local feed, um, in terrestrial radio. So they put on the the stream the varsity app. So I wonder how that's. I'm sure they'll have some functionality. I'm yeah. sure, but um, it is especially with um, different nil nil things going on. So I think. Baylor is, they have to like grow their brand. Yeah, everybody does right now. We've talked about what's going on with like what the future looks like. If you can just like read the tea leaves as far as like conference alignment and realignment and all that stuff, consolidation. Um, you're all these schools, Baylor size around that size, they have to grow their brand to get at the end of the day, Matt. Do you know what grows your brand more than signing multimedia deals um, with with a company that's going to just basically be a contractor? Do you do you know what what works better than that? Please tell me. Winning. Yes. Like Clemson wasn't Clemson fifteen years ago. You know, thirty years ago you didn't know who Boise State was. Everybody does now. Um, you know, bef- there's. TCU was was not TCU 20 years ago. You know, when they started winning, people noticed. UCF, they started winning, people noticed. You got to you want to you want to be one of the big boys, you got to win. 
The reason that Bama yeah. is Bama is because they've won for a long time. The reason Oklahoma is Oklahoma is because they've won for a long time. The reason Texas is Texas is because a lot of people went to school there and gave them money. Um, but <laughs> I digress. Money. Speaking if you have money, extra money. Yeah, tell me, how can I get some? So if you have a little cash laying around and you love sports, the action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook. With tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports, you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before. Plus, right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. All you got to do is make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and much more. Plus, the same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders – and props, you're getting options that feel endless. So is there anything that you would like to bet on? Matt, I'm going to be in a country where betting is legal. What? Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to be gambling on soccer and basketball this week. So, so. technically, you could download DraftKings because it does like geolocation. To, yes. And you can yes. make as long I, I need you're... to make sure when I get there, I have to confirm that it works in England. It works everywhere in the U.S. that that allows gambling. And even if even if your state doesn't allow gambling, there's daily fantasy available for you on DraftKings. Absolutely. Um, but um, yeah, I, I, DraftKings is going to be the first place that I go once I get settled into my hotel because I'm going to make some EPL bets. Um, and I'm going to make, I'm going to absolutely be doing some March madness parlays. Um, I will not be betting on Baylor. I have a rule against betting on my own teams because every time in my life I have done it, the opposite of what I want happens. So like, yeah, I've, I have bet on Baylor before and every time I wanted them to win, they lost. And then there were times where like when the Astros were really bad, I was in Vegas and I was like, I'm going to bet for the Astros to lose because they're terrible. And I might as well make some money off of how bad my team is. And I picked them to lose twice. They won both games. So I do yeah. not gamble on my own teams. Yeah. Um, so when the season started, I. Or before the season, I was living in a state where they did have sports betting. Online sports betting was legal. And I placed a bet, a futures bet for season win total for Baylor, which they had it set at like. I want to say it was like six and a half or seven, and I bet the over. And boy, did that not happen. Yeah, it didn't. So, yeah, I have I have bad experiences gambling on my own teams, so I, I leave them out of it. Um, I'm going to be looking for some, like, dumb, sicko parlays while I'm over there. That's for sure. Well, while you're looking for these parlays, I want you to know, Joe, the best thing about DraftKings is it's safe, secure, reliable, and you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now, use promo code TPPN, and make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Remember, that's promo code TPPN, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and restrictions apply. Please see show notes for details. Matt. Yes. We are recording before The Mandalorian airs this week, unfortunately. But I have... I have some good news for you. Okay. I have downloaded every episode of The Last of Us onto my phone so that I can watch them while I fly. Okay. Okay. This is going to be a very uh, very stressful flight for you then. 
<laughs> I'm hoping I sleep some of it. So we'll see what happens. Um, so basically, how long is the flight? Nine hours. Nine hours. And so you've seen episode one. Y'all watched it already, right? I've seen episode one, yes. So you just got about seven I, hours. And my flight back is 11 hours. So, um, okay. so, so yeah, I, you I could have... probably... You could probably wrap it up. Watch half of them on the way. Yeah, because there's only then this this episode, this Sunday, I guess I should say, is the finale. So you could watch half of what's remaining, and then we'll you know wrap it up on the way back. Yeah, yeah. I should hopefully, if I am not done by the rec- time we record next week, I should be done by the the next time we record after that. So I will I will commit to that, Matt. I will have watched all of the Last of Us. Within the next two weeks. Okay. So like I was going to send um, online trolls to like shame you and on, on social media, but I'm going to hold back. I'm, I've Since taken you've action. A, you've made I've taken, yeah, action taken action to correct my ways. And you're, you've made a commitment. You've downloaded, you know, you've, you've done something. So yeah, I've got them to where I can just have my phone in airplane mode. HBO max lets you do that. So yeah. Yes. So what, there, you're right. I mean, it's before the Mandalorian, so we don't really have anything to talk about because because you haven't watched The Last of Us yet. Like ne- next time we talk, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about. Um, yeah, we'll have two Mandalorian episodes next time. Two Mandalorian t- Mandalorians, however far you've gotten in Last of Us, and I think I'm gonna go see Creed three. Man, I've heard I nothing but good things. So here's the thing: I haven't seen any of the Creed films. I've watched both of them on airplanes. So like I'm tonight, I actually started Creed and I'm I'm almost done with it. I paused it to, to do this and then I'm going to finish Creed because they're on HBO max. So then I'm going to watch Creed two and then I'm going to go. Uh, I think this week I'm going to go see Creed three. Cause I've, like I said, I've heard nothing but good things. People are like, it's the best, maybe the best Rocky boxing film in the franchise. So I'm like, okay. And I mean Jonathan Majors, I will scream at the rooftop from the rooftops about how good Jonathan Majors is in everything he does. Yeah, he's a super badass. Like I've never watched he's never been thinking I was I was like not like that was an amazing performance. Everything he's been in has been just great. Like he's like a movie star. And we haven't had like a, a true like movie star, star in a long in a while, you know, like like a new movie star, I guess I should say. Yeah, he's he's he is blasting on the scene. Yeah. So it's like I guess you grew up movie star was like who was your like movie star? Your your era cuz you're about about 10 years younger than me. Oh, I mean, I guess it was it may be the same. That's what I'm talking about. Like like I would say from my era is probably like Will Smith. Yeah, Will Smith, I remember TV, being real big. Then he kind of um, blew up with like Independence Day for like in my Tom age Cruise. range. Yeah, he he was out like when I was a kid, he was already start doing movies. Yeah, I mean he had been like, around for a while. Top Gun came out in like '86, so it's like he was a movie star before I knew who he was. But you ever ever had was there, has there been one that's like organically grown like Will Smith? I guess would be the one. He went from like musical artist, TV show star, bona fide movie star, action hero type of guy. Bona fide movie star. Yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah he he 
he was demanding some money. I'm trying to think of like who else was like the guy Heath Ledger, probably. Yeah. Orlando Bloom. He was super popular. I don't know if he's a yeah, he was very popular. And I want to say like there was a time like Russell Crowe kind of blew up. Yeah, yeah. But he you know, he he did more like your award show fair. You know who of- you know who probably like my age generation that like they blew up and became who they were as I grew up with them was is probably like Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, both of them. I would say that, yeah. So like Ben Stiller, that's another one. He was huge. I think from for me, for my generation or my age group, I would, I'm gonna. It has to be like Will Smith. It was like what, like uh, Charlie Chaplin. Well, no, that would be uh, that's Peter's, be Peter Pope. Yeah, Peter's. Yeah, yeah. But but there's been a while. Like you're talking about Affleck or like Will Smith. I mean, they blew up like in the early to mid '90s. And then I don't know if there's been one that got as big as that in oh, since then, honest, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I mean, maybe, right. I mean, maybe Tom Holland now. I mean, he's a, he's a movie star, I would say. Chris Evans and the Chris thing Pratt. About it, the thing about Tom Holland is like he, for me, he's great as Spider Man, but have you watched any of his other films where he's like the, action films or any other where he's like the main focus uh uncharted it's, i didn't i didn't hate him not, in uncharted i for me i find it like um i don't believe it you you know like i don't i'm not buying you in this role for some but for spider-man i'm it's perfect you know what i mean yeah i thought he was an okay nathan drake i think he just he looks too young i think that's probably yeah. his problem but yeah. There's nothing really he can do about that. So you're going to see Creed 3. Anything else specifically that you're planning on watching? No. I mean, of course, I'm going to watch The Mandalorian tomorrow. Yeah. Same. And then... Um, I will be, I'll, I'll be watching it in England. I'll wrap up The Last of Us. And then uh, go see Creed 3. That's about it. Excellent. I'm going to go see Wicked. I'm going to go watch Tottenham. Um, and then I'm going to go look at some really old buildings. Have a have a pint. I'm gonna have a pint or have two. Have a pint or two. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have a couple. Good. I will be going to uh, Warner Brothers Studios to see the Harry Potter sets, so that'll be something cool. Sure. That sounds like fun. Hey, I think it will be. And my wife's my wife's a diehard man. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm saying. I think it'd be fun. My yeah. my kids would love that. Yeah, it'll be fun. So. Enjoy time in England. That's all I got, Joe. <laughs> Matt, where can the people find you? Find me on Twitter at Matt underscore Workman. And you can find the podcast at The Bear Den Pod. How about you, Joe? You can find me on Twitter at the underscore Joe underscore Goodman. Um, you can also find me uh, on our Daily Bears. I think I'm probably going to do like a college football fans guide to uh, or like a college football fans experience in England or something like I don't know. I'm going to. Find a way to do some kind of article that ties into my trip. Um, and then you can you can also find us on uh, the Pigskin Podcast Network. Um, so go Google them. Should, go check them out. You should um, commit got, to a bit while you're there and just be like, I'm going to be obnoxious American. 
I, I've joked about um, just telling everybody I'm Canadian. Um, but we'll see. We'll see what go happens. In, like, you should go all in. Like, buy, before just you go leave, full Ron Swanson. Go to Walmart and get like some of like, you know, like American pride shirts. Just wear camo every day. Yeah. Or anything that says America. Like, yeah. the, there's a, you can get a shirt like with the sleeves are like already off of it. It says like, got beer, guns, and freedom or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's what you should do. go all. That's in. what I should do. I think I think they'll appreciate me. There. Even with the weather, just don't even wear sleeves. Just have like the sleeveless T-shirt. Just wear a. Uh, you can just buy a Brexit shirt or a Texas shirt. <laughs> oh God, no, we're not going there. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck that guy. Uh, anyway, anyway, yeah, you can find you can find me on Twitter. Uh, check us out on the Pigskin Podcast Network. Check out the other podcasts that they have going on. And remember. Uh, use code TPPN at DraftKings. Matt, until next time, I will be flying across an ocean and back before we talk again. So, um, sick and bears. Sick and bears, Joe.